Why are we here tonight? Well, this is something personal to me. East Enborn, just in Plasto, up the road, uh, from a family who, for several generations, worked in the docks. Now, some of you may know, some of you might not, that the docks directly, the docks of London, I'm talking about the Isle of Dogs, I'm talking about Royal Docks, Southwark, Wapping, um, directly employed about 90,000 people. And between 1969 and 1981, every one of those docks closed. 90,000 direct jobs gone, and so many more ancillary ones. Communities just destroyed. The place was a ghost town. My family, like many others, were part of the white flight that moved out a long, long way to those bad lands at the end of the district line. Um, long way, long way. Um, and what was interesting about it, I think that although it's not far, there's still a story, the emigrant story. Um, it was all about the past. There was great things about the East End as was. But what was clear, and in some respects is still clear for lots of people out that way, and I'm not just talking about Essex, I'm talking about Kent and some other areas, that for, for lots of these people, and for me growing up, you got a sense that there was nothing good left behind but memories. Everything was about the past. The East End was the past. But that view is changing fast. For myself, a few years back, I started to do some research around Canary Wharf. I mean, you know, I sound like a, a paid-up member, in some ways I am, uh, of Canary Wharf Group and London Docklands Development Corporation. But they talk about, and, you know, it's hard to disagree with these sort of numbers, that Canary Wharf itself has created 100,000 jobs now, more than the docks that it replaced. And they're talking about it doubling over the next 20 or 25 years. What we've got is renaissance in the East End. We add on to that the Olympics, you know, the whole reconstruction of Stratford City, as it's now called, Stratford International. But all of that, for me, you know, right now, pales into a bit of insignificance because of this thing that's happening in Shoreditch. Something that should have occurred to me earlier. So let's have a look. Let's hope that Jinx in our first MegTech has got this right. So, what should have occurred to me earlier is that the City of London the historic edge of the East End, the biggest financial centre, certainly in Europe, arguably in the world, has been linked to now the second largest financial centre in Europe, Canary Wharf, bigger than Frankfurt. We add on the Olympic Park, I mean, well, the West Ham Stadium, as will be, <laughs> and then the beautiful roundabout at Old Street. Yeah. <laughs> and I understand some people in the audience are looking at, you know, putting a bit of a, a new spiel on that particular roundabout. But what should have occurred to me earlier with all these things is that if you draw a cross across it, Queen Mary, right bang in the middle, right bang in the middle. Queen Mary, as you know, has always prided itself on being, and certainly aspirationally being, world class. Recently, some of you may know, we were elected to the Russell Group of elite British universities. So I'm particularly pleased, being director of the Myelin Group, to welcome this new MegTech theme, which blends many of our interests, and I'd like to say a very warm welcome to the new friends in the audience. We hope you will return. 
And who better than the Prime Minister's ambassador to Tech City to talk to us about the newest and hugely exciting element to the East End Renaissance? With a bio, now, you know, being, some people have accused me of being an academic in the past. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a leap for me to quote Wikipedia, but I thought I, I would on this particular uh, uh, circumstance. A, bi a biography that describes our speaker as a diplomat, broadcaster, journalist, internet technologist, futurist, and author of the forthcoming 64 things you need to know for then, I give you... Ben Hammersley. Thank you, John. Thanks. Thank you, John. Um, thank you very much. My name, as you just said, is Ben Hammersley. I'm the, uh, um, I do many things, uh, if you look me up online. I'm, as you said, the, uh, the Prime Minister's Ambassador to Tech City. I'm also the editor-at-large of Wired magazine. For those of you who don't know, Wired magazine is... Um, magazine dedicated to the future, and uh, as a member of the editorial team, we are very sort of beholden to live in the future. Many of you don't know this, but in six months' time, PowerPoint will be made illegal. And so I don't have any slides, and I have actually written my speech down for the first time in a long time. This is basically because I'm scared of every single one of you. Um, unlike most of the speakers who've, who've graced this stage, before, I'm, I'm not a, a, a politician. I spend most of my time on the road, really, talking to people and thinking about the social effects of the internet on society. I do this in Europe, in, in the Americas, and the Middle East. And then I try and come back here to London and explain the, these parts of the world and, and the ideas that come from it uh, to the really important people here who can't go to those places there themselves. And so that's why I have this title that I'm speaking to you from underneath today, the, the Prime Minister's Ambassador to Tech City. And actually, that's mostly because special envoy to post-modernity was already taken. That'd be an amazing job, wouldn't it? Anyway. Um, I'm, not, I'm not based in Westminster. I, I'm really based on the internet. I just visit there from time to time and tell them things. And so what I'm going to be talking to uh, government this week about, and what I'm going to talk to you about tonight, is the notion that I have that the political class as it is today is making some very grave mistakes with our technological, social, and business policies, and are doing so in a way which means that we both can't see these mistakes and we can't undo them. But I'm also going to talk about how very happily, I think, through awareness of these mistakes and through initiatives like Tech City, we can discover the potential for much greater success. 